Hello, everyone. We grappled with uh, many names. You know what you guys can help us do? We're calling it family meeting. You know, there's, I'm sure if I had taken the time today and not played Fallout 76 all day, I could have come up with a better name. But we're going with family meeting for now. It's terrible, so it'll probably stick. That's how it goes. <laughs> but if you guys have other suggestions for... It's like this, we are doing what uh, inspired, I was inspired by Nerdist. Nerdist used to do a host full when Matt and Myra and Chris would kind of catch up with each other. And I thought, you know, we haven't done a podcast in a while. We're all not like watching the same things. Um, Andre's still mad about Grindelwald. Um, (laughs) I still am talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Can't stop. And we all are not kind of watching the same things right now. So I thought, let's just do uh, a family meeting where we sort of catch up with each other and kind of talk. About stuff. Yeah. I want to see how it goes. Yeah, cool. All right. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you give us, you, you start. Give us something to talk about. <laughs> oh, leave it on me. No, I'm, you know. I'm how like, are you? How are you doing, Lisa? I'm, how you are know you? what? Let me just tell you what's going on with me. <laughs> you know, I, I am playing a lot of Fallout. I, I am new to the video game world. I, I, th- I think I'm addicted. We have two consoles and two, um, screens and right next to each other two separate gaming game whole systems some people might call that codependency i call it a solid marriage so i think i might be a little obsessed <laughs> i call it credit card debt <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what i did i wrote about concrete and it paid uh, it paid for my um <laughs> i have a client i write for and it paid for my console otherwise i don't think i would have gotten the ps3 ps4 ps3 <laughs> So I'm kind of, I think I'm addicted and I feel like I understand, um, people a little bit more who get addicted to gamers. I'm also, I don't know this and now I hear it, but people are dicks cause it's online and people come in like a dude just walked into Ugh. my house today and laid down on my bed, fresh out of the vault. I'm like, I'm level, level 30. <laughs> this bitch just walks up into my house and lays down on my bed. And I just, cause he had his in the head, video game in the video game. Now Ian is gone. Yes. Okay. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I do live in a place <laughs> where that also could, could also happen. Uh, so no, this is just dude, just fresh out the vault comes and lays down. And I'm just like, I put on my headset and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he just started laughing. And then I just started laughing. I was like, okay. And then like the game is all buggy. I won't go into it. That's a whole, but like you got frustrated and you get, you, you ended up on the wanted list twice yeah. today and well, I had my, to kill you. Yeah. Twice. My house disappeared and I had, this for the third third time and i had moved it three other times and i was like fuck this and i went back down to where my house was and someone else's house was there so i just fucking shot his generator and then he ended up in the wanted list <laughs> and then i was wanted so to make the wanted poster go away i had to shoot him i had to stand in front of his character and blast you until you were dead and then you figured out how to lock the doors yes so you locked the door and told me, hey, uh, see if you lock. can pick see the lock. Happens. And I picked the lock, and then I ended up on the wanted list again. <laughs> and I had, to shoot <laughs> I had to shoot you on my own porch. Your blood was on my no. porch. It was terrible. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. I kind of enjoyed shooting you. What does that mean? Um. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> oh, it was good. It was really good. So I feel like that's going on, and I feel like now I've gotten a lot of it out of my system. I have, because I leveled to 30, and once I got to 30, it's kind of like, okay, I'm good. I can play the game in a more reasonable fashion. So I'm going to a structured week where, where 
no video game playing during the day at all uh, for the week. I'm also not going to week uh, drink during the week, and I'm going to finish the book. The goal is to finish the book and figure out how to publish books. I don't know that whole aspect of it. So I feel like I've run amok during the holiday. <laughs> I've had to shoot my husband twice. And uh, I've learned how things work. I killed a Wendigo today in a clown suit. I feel like that's an achievement in life. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm good. I think now I can knuckle under and finish my book. So that's kind of where I am right now. I'm feeling like I'm all kinds of not disciplined. And I'm also trying to look at my um, nutritional stuff. You know, diets suck and they don't work. So for me, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be good nutritionally because it's really, I've let myself go. Like, Oh boy. <laughs> Me. <laughs> just slid. You know how like you let sometimes you you let things slip. I've basically just face planted down a long slide into like just fucking I've let hell. things drop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I'm eating like chips and dip like I'm a 14-year-old fucking kid. Like I just there's no like discipline I'm eating whatever. So past couple of days I've been like following WebMD's advice on how to lose weight. And like all the things I do, I do, I like I, I diet Cokes, I eat whatever I want to, I won't eat all day and then I'll eat it four and then I'll eat all the things and then it's like ice cream oh. and two blueberry muffins while I watch Jersey Shore. I'm just like a garbage truck right now. So <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, I woke up the next morning just hating myself and I looked at, I looked at you and I was like, I have to do something now. <laughs> I finished off the tub of ice cream with a gullet full of already two large blueberry muffins while I was binging Jersey Shore family vacation. Fuck me. So I don't feel good about myself, guys. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I can it can only go up from here, though. I feel like this is the bottom. This is what the bottom looks like. <laughs> This, you shoot your husband. You're wearing a Wendigo. Your clown suit. You're killing Wendigos. And you're just eating like a monster in the game. Like, fuck. Cool content. <laughs> uh, how did I know that family meeting was going to end up being a success? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Andre. We spiraled so far. <laughs> so and it's we're only six minutes in. <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, well I just thought I'd start. I'm a piece of human garbage. How are you guys? <laughs> oh, and I'm also near two hundred pounds. Because I gotta tell you, and I'm five one. You know what that looks like? I'm like almost a circle. <laughs> I'm like a circle with feet. I swear to fucking God, I look like a great northern bean that's been, like, radiated. I'm, like, <laughs> white and round and just, oh, God, if I wasn't with somebody, oh nobody would want me. So please pray for my husband at this time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, we just ended it right here? <laughs> Okay, guys, see you next time. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Nobody would. Uh, nobody would. Trust me. Oh, my God. My poor husband. <laughs> my poor dog. I mean, you know. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Andre, what's up with you, man? <laughs> um, hold on. Let me get the tears out of my eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, 
<laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's finals. Well, it's going to be finals week. Okay. Which is fine. I actually don't have a lot. Okay. Well, like finals for me, being a music major is just me playing music in, a bun- in, in front of like some faculty. Okay. Um, well, that's kind of, that's, that's got to be like also nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, a bit. Um, I'm, I've like, uh, overcame like performance anxiety a long time ago. Mm. Um, the only time I'll get nervous is I feel like if I'm not prepared, I'll get super nervous. But most of the time I'm, I'm feeling okay. Like I'm, I've got all of my like basic, like written exams, like academic classes out of the way. And right now it's just like just playing. It's basically, we, we, we call them juries and it's basically like, so the school of music knows that you're like improving. Okay. Um, and if you go to a jury and they see no improvement, then you get like put on probation and you have to show a level of improvement by the next jury. And if you don't, then they can possibly like suspend you or expel you. So, but it's that it has to be like super bad for you to like be really. Put on I mean, probation. I don't know how yeah. you would know because you're kind of super talented. Like, I, <laughs> for someone who like sucks, you know, that's got to be like living hell. Like, what if the person who just like has no talent and like his parents has told him or her. You're amazing. You're my little sweet golden child, and they get there and they just suck. But you wouldn't get you wouldn't get, you wouldn't get into the school, would yeah. you? Yeah, you have to have some sort of level of like. Well, that's the yeah. thing with that's the thing. It's the school of music here. We're not like a prestigious conservatory like Juilliard or something. But you're not um, like you know like online school like <laughs> the Trump College or something, right? I mean, no, you have to, like no. I mean, like you have to show a certain level of proficiency. Mm. Um. If you're a complete beginner, but they're probably not going to accept you. But we have varying levels of of ability and skill. Okay. Um. So I mean, they they pretty much accept everyone. Like, because if if someone's like a beginner at an instrument, they're not going to go to college and audition for it. You right. know what I mean? Right. 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 Um. And but they need that yeah. paper, though. I mean, it makes sense. They need that paper. They need you to go there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, in terms of of the juries thing, like, we have, like, leveling. So, like, right now I'm at a level 10, and that's basically as, as high as I need to go because I'm not, like, a performance major. Like, it's – I'm a composition major. The performance juries is just part of my degree. Um, but, like, it, in order for you to be, like, put on probation, you have to be, like – say someone's, like, a level 6 or something, and it's been, like, three juries, and they haven't gotten higher than that – then the faculty is like, okay, maybe we need to put them on probation, keep an eye on them, and make sure they're actually improving. And if they're not, then they have to review their their standing with the with the university. So, oh wow, do you have um, to pay? Like, if you're on probation, do you still have to pay your tuition? Yeah, because you're still there. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But if you're suspended, then no, I don't think so. Oh fuck. Yeah. It's very nerve wracking. Change your major. But you don't you don't want to split this at all because you're pretty. You guys need to go to. Um, Andre's YouTube channel. You'll know what I'm talking about. He good. He's good. <laughs> well, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean it's not. It's not something I, I really worry about because I was also doing this stuff in high school, mm. um, which not a lot of people do because I went to a sort of like magnet art school. So oh. basically, I would I would spend the morning at high school and then in the afternoon I would go downtown and do classes there. Wow. Um, I chain smoked a lot in school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did. 
<laughs> but most cool. of my teachers couldn't read or write pretty much. So different childhoods, you and me. Okay. <laughs> so you're like already like, so when did you start playing? I'm in the fifth grade. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And and like a year later, that's when I really, uh, when I started thinking about doing like composing and stuff like that. And your main instrument is viola or is it also piano or? Uh, no, my main instrument is for viola. That's why I go to, to school for it. Yeah. Did I say viola? <laughs> that works viola. too. That works too. Viola works too. Uh, I'm trash. Never mind. <laughs> I think we've established that I'm trash. It's the viola. <laughs> he plays the viola, yo. Um, yeah. Okay. That's cool. I mean. Yeah. So you're, you're clo- when does this happen again? When are your finals? Or um, this is all next week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And you just have to play. You just have to know your stuff, go in yeah. and play. Yeah. It's basically just like a 10-minute a thing. You go in, you play your music, they write down like comments and whatever, and then you get those comments like next semester. I think about you a lot when we play Fallout, and here's why. It's set in West Virginia. And, oh, that's right. Right. So there's all this West Virginia shit, and I'm like, I don't know anything about West Virginia. I don't know anything about it except for that there's a guy named Jessica with a split personality. <laughs> Famous, famous old YouTube videos. Look it up for the younger generation. If you want gems to pass around to your kids, just look up Jessico. I don't know how it's spelled. I think it's J-E-S-S-I-C-O or J-E-S-S-E-C-O. It's about this like hayseed redneck dude who has a split personality. And someone did a documentary about him. And we used to hand these tapes around pre-internet like on VHS. That's all I know about Virginia, right? And that Dave Grohl's from there. And West that's, Virginia. He's I don't know where he is from in Virginia, but I know Dave Grohl's from Virginia, and that's what made me love Virginia. I'm like I love love Virginia now because I love Dave Grohl. Uh, he saves white people for me, you know, and so do you, Andre. But so when we're playing the game, I think about you because someone has just all these little cheeky. I think you have to be from there. Like if you play Fallout Four, there's all these Boston kind of jokes hidden uh-huh. in it. So there's all of these instruments around, like banjos and stand-up bass and piano, and you can oh, sit yeah. down and play the instrument in a pre mm-hmm. and your character plays pretty good stuff, yeah. right? You can jam together too. And there's like, but then in the game you'll pick up like a guitar sword, a, a banjo axe. So they've turned <laughs> instruments into like uh, killing spree things, and allegedly there's a viola. Um, saw or hammer <laughs> that you can bash people with me yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i don't know how i feel about this but i always i don't know why every time i see like an instrument in the game i just think i don't know why i just i'm like oh Andre. Yeah. Oh, interesting and then no, i remember i remember I remember seeing like the trailer when it came out mm. and one of the one of the buildings in the trailer is actually one of the buildings on our campus. Oh wow. Yeah. Do I'll you know... see you like a side by side after. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I don't know. I'm sure it's not accurate. It's like when you play when you play like watchdogs, it's like I've been to San Francisco. This this is <laughs> not that, you know. It's not yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no one can go to San Francisco. No one can afford it. But like, I just wondered, like, it, what does the countryside look like? You know, um, and th- does it even remotely? You know, did they get it right? They had to base. It's just something. like in the game. It's just rolling hills. Yeah, it's very beautiful. I mean, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> and then it's just. I mean, I've only been here three years, and I mean, yeah. So it's rolling well, and yeah. lush. It seems like it's always perpetually fall. 
Um, and then there's, um, I mean, of course, it's nuclear winter. So then there's just been scorched places. And there's a lot of coal miners. Um, yeah. And then there's mole miners, moles that have grown to be irradiated that are moles that are like mumbled to themselves. There's just a lot of funny creatures in this game. They walk around on two legs. And go. <laughs> yeah, that's what they sound like. Yeah, that sounds like me getting up in the morning. <laughs> me doing yoga. I love that this is just going to be an hour of self-deprecation. <laughs> well, if you, if you hang out with me at all, it's kind of, what my, it's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. I gotta tell you. So you're doing that, and what's up with you? Like, what's what's been happening with you? I know I live with you. Um, I am. But work is slow right now. It's, it's December. I just realized yeah. it's December. Yeah. So. Oh my God! What? Wait! It's December. It's yeah. December second. December second. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Andre does not know where he is. I was like, um, you know, we got a Time couple in months. <laughs> oh fuck! It is what December. Is <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh Lord, hammers. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, so I'm not doing much of anything. I'm playing Fallout. All You're also day doing long. other things like you, you, but you don't like you keep yourself alive. You, you cook and you walk yeah. the dog and you do yard work. Yeah, I'm. So, I, I, I want to get into the backyard and do some stuff, but I'm just you know, I'm, I get up, make coffee, and then plug in. Fallout. Yeah. Plug into Fallout. I enjoy it though. It's fun. I think if I was playing it solo, I would have been done with the game a long time ago. I'd like them to work out some of the bugs. Yeah, you I know. like running around in the world with you. It's fun. I don't like them when I have to shoot you though. No, doesn't feel good. Uh, I know that we we have been kicking around the idea. We can talk about it here. So I I said on a podcast two podcasts ago. By the way, I also need to update our Instagram. Remind me. We need to put Fantastic Beast up and promote that for a while, and then American Horror Story, whatever order. Like right now, I think it's just it's sitting on Homecoming. I am mm. terrible at social media. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. Uh, someone else should do it. Uh, uh, so, but we are busy, and you're getting your school on. So that would just be you're stuck with it, guys. Until I am motivated to do better. But um, we were talking about doing like a radio drama, and then I started listening to other people's radio drama because I was collecting links to send to you guys, and I was like. Fuck, this is a lot of work. I don't know mm. about that, guys. I don't know. I think Andre needs to be graduated. <laughs> Living in our same neighborhood because he's going to come here and fall in love with Santa Monica. He's going to become Hans Zimmer's like right-hand dude and live down the street from us. And then we'll do... <laughs> then we'll do a radio drama. <clears throat> well, I mean, just to think about it, just putting it together would be a lot. Yeah, it would. You know, just the editing... Sound design. The sound, but then also listen to some of them that were like fucking terrible. <laughs> pew, 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 we're on Mars. I think if you just did all the sound effects live with no editing, then that would be funny. Like everybody just like read apart. You know, I would do it like that where every once in a while we write something. I write something for us with stage direction and we just do like a five pager drama where we make all the noises and play all the parts. I would do that. I don't think I well, want to put okay. atmospheric so, like, bullshit and like, we don't want to like use your talent, Andre, for this right now. <laughs> I just feel well, like, you know. Okay, like real, like realistically, yeah. what, like on my part, what work would I, because for me right now, I'm I'm thinking recording whatever 
dialogue and doing the music. And both of those don't really take, like, I could do probably both on, like, an afternoon and evening. Did you like it happening with people with talent or just like, it's not, it's fine. This, co- this <laughs> I can do this in two seconds. And I'm sitting over here going, am I that good of a writer, Bron? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not the right, not the right, the actual writer. <clears throat> um, oh, would you want to write, though? Would you, would either one of you want to, like, lend a hand? Oh, I would love to help, but like I, de- I'd probably definitely defer to I you. I would need to lay down like the baseline, yeah, like, lay down yeah. the draft, and then you guys could come in and go. My character wouldn't say that. My character is a <laughs> the, scientist. This is this is the thing. I'm really good at like dissecting things, but I can't like actually write. Let me, I got to go sit in the dark room. Oh, so everybody's an editor in here. You know? So everybody's a fucking backline producer. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I had to saw away at the white page. And you guys are like, I don't know. I just don't feel this whole world. I feel like they should all be aliens. <laughs> Fuck you guys already. I'm <laughs> just saying. Before you even send in your first notes. But I do feel like that's something that off in 2019. I mean, I just sort of answered my own question. If we did like the sound effects, didn't take it very seriously. You know, didn't like waste a whole lot of time on it and just did like 20 minute radio drama. You know, the 20 minute radio hour, you know, something that would be hilarious where we just like we we bought off um, because I have got a whole trough of uh, writing I did years ago. So I was hanging out with a friend of mine, Alex, used to do a podcast with us. Um, Alex, wherever you are. Holla. Um, he's, uh, well, he's not dead or missing. He's just doing something else. He's over at Riot Games right now, like killing it. So he didn't have time to do this. But like, I, I remember we were talking about, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. I just talked myself into like a, a spiral tangent. You're right. Your stories that you have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking one night, just chilling as we did. And I said, you know, I, I need to get, I need to cough up a bunch of characters. Uh, that would be the dog. Haggis has ideas. And, and you know, out of that conversation, he didn't suggest this per se, but I got the idea from our conversation I would do uh, two pagers. I'm sure this exists. I've never heard of it before, but I know it exists. I'm sure people do writing exercises. And a two-pager is this. If you want to write scenes, okay, so you have you in two pages with two characters, write a scene. You don't have to set it up. You don't have to explain anything. You're just in the scene. But the whole point of the exercise is to entertain your audience. That's your job as a writer. That's mm-hmm. our job as podcast uh, hosts. I'm sorry. We probably don't do that all podcast. Uh, probably ever. I, I mean, I'm sure we do. There's people who listen to us <laughs> vehemently and love us and we have fans. Trust me. They're out there. So, and thank you for listening. But like when it came to the two pager, I thought I created all these characters, and that's how ultimately I ended up uh, sparking the character um, that I'm writing about now. That's that's my main protagonist in uh, Little G. So I thought, you know, why don't I just go through some of these? You know, I'll pull up some of these, send them to you guys, just like a handful at a time, and um, we'll just see if you guys wanna wanna do them. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian's going to go make the dog stop barking because he just he gets fixated and then you'll just hear a dog barking in the background for like 15 fucking minutes. Um, he's well, not so gonna, is your, so yeah. is your idea for – okay, so is it going to – I don't know if you've thought about this, but is it like – is it going to be something that's serialized or is it more like bite-sized, like anthology pieces? Like I think it's just bite-sized. I mean I don't feel like until like something – 
I feel like we should just we should just fuck around with it. Okay, well then in that case, that's easy for me. Yeah, like that's easy for me too. I, 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 uh, yeah, obviously, like as writers, it's hard to to like fabricate this huge drawn out serial tapestry i mean yeah it story. is it's so yeah. hard guys you have no idea like breaking rocks i don't like it no it's <laughs> but like a like a five ten minute little bite-sized anthology yeah yeah that, I mean, and again that, that seems doable there's a whole kind of a series of worlds that i created that were they're goofy and they're silly and they're whatever and it's just kind of you know and it wouldn't be so long drawn out thing i think if uh maybe i'll feel differently once the book is done you know, and I and I know the book that I'm writing is part of at least a trilogy, and I feel like sitting down and doing a big radio series, it, it would just pull from that, and I don't want to distract myself from that. You know, mm, my sure. brain can. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there are other people who can write five things at once. I'm not that person. I'm just not. I'm not brilliant like that at all. I'm mm-hmm. struggling to to understand the process of a novel and you think, Oh, it's so easy to sit down and you just, but it really isn't because the number one goal is to entertain your audience. I mean, if you go, if you just make that your goal period and structure can kind of fall by the wayside, I feel like, I feel like it doesn't, things don't have to be predictable. You don't want your reader to be like 20 minutes in and going, Oh, well it's the grandma. You know, you don't want to be like, yeah, (laughs) there are no grandmas by the way in my book. So I didn't give anything away. Um, so, you know, you just, I have to sit there and go, I'm writing this in 2018. I started this in 2016. I'm writing this in 2018 and you can't, you, you, you want to entertain people. You don't want them to be like, oh my God, you know, I've seen better fan fiction, <laughs> you know? Sure. So it's well, tough. Okay. So, yeah. This is, this is the thing. I was actually talking about this with Harley because she, she actually, um, I think yesterday she was like so excited because she finally had the time and the motivation to sit down. She wrote like a thousand words on her, on her work in progress. And we were talking about it and how, like basically what I just said is that like people like me and you and Harley, we're really good at, at looking at things from the outside. And it's so easy to do this, looking at things from the outside, dissecting it, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. But as soon as we get into our own heads and start Mm. doing that, Mm. then we have to worry about, like me personally, I obsess over plot holes, even though I, I know that they're going to be inevitable at every turn. I have to make sure that everything makes sense. Everything is entertaining. Yes. And it comes to a point yes. where I'm so burnt out that at this rate, like just writing, trying to write the story just feels like an insurmountable thing. And then I put it away only. Yeah. And it is, it is, it. it is a, it is a, it's a killer. It's, it is yeah. a killer, but I, I'm learning. That's why people, why is it taking two years? Are you doing research of like simians in natural habitat? You know, I'm like, no, I'm not. It's not like I'm like sitting here and like trying to figure out how like, you know, alchemy works in 19, yeah. you know, 1714 or something like that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just trying to, to exactly plot holes. Cause I, I went back through my first act, um, the beginning of last month and went, oh fuck, this literally makes no sense now. I spent so much time in the back half of the book because I had taken somebody's bullshit advice don't start at the top of your book and, 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 you know, you'll never finish. I get what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a almost 300 page book at this point. I'm trying to keep it on the short side. And just because again, entertain your audience, but it's like, I went to the top and I hadn't been to the top of the, the book in a long time. And I was like, no one gives a shit about any of this stuff. No one's going to care. It's a lot of backstory that I know. 
And, you know, I can retcon myself later. It's very popular with certain writers. Um, so, like, I'm just sitting here going, you know, I know what happened, but is it interesting to you? Unless you fall in love with this character and really care totally. about them, mm-hmm. you you know, I can pull this story out later. So, I'm kind of in that process now of streamlining so I can get it ready to send to you guys. Because I'm going to send you a copy. Um, Ooh, I'm going to yeah. send Ian a copy. Did I ask you formally if you will read this book for me? No, but I will. Okay. <laughs> Doing it here on the podcast. Yeah, I would love, uh, I trust you to keep it to yourself. I trust you not to, you know. <laughs> Leak it. Go off and make five shekels off of it because that's all you're going to fucking probably get. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm just, I would like for, I would just, I'm giving it to Ian, my cousin, who's an avid reader. I'm giving it to the people because I heard a friend like, you give it to a writer and they sit there and they give you these bullshit notes, right? <laughs> and I'm not writing it for those people i'm writing it for people who love story and all of you have that in common of the people i'm sending it to um Mm -hmm. my french friend who works in an ad agency she you know has a certain sensibility about story everybody's getting it for a reason and really the number one question is you know did you have a good time i'm not looking for on page 94 there's a gerund that shouldn't be there and i'm not i'm not looking for that fucking shit i'm like I don't need a red line copy. I just want something. Did you have a good time? Do you like the characters? You know, and, and, and be nice. I don't want someone to rip me to pieces, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like at the same time, you know, encouragement, but be like, you know, honestly, kind of faded out, you know, about this kind of thing. So knowing that I'm going to be asking that question, that's why I'm writing the book to be like, I don't, you know, I want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm doing my part, my job as a writer, and making sure that you guys are not over here going, okay, what, what happened? Sure, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I read a lot of uh, writers, like I love the, um, the Outlander books, that they get strong, they started very strong, and if you want smut in books and history at the same time, and a cool little um, plot, you know, about going through the stones, and if you love you some Scotland, some ginger dudes... Um, it's a great series, but after a while, I feel like Diana, and again, I'm going to be skewered and drawn and quartered. I feel like sometimes she's just smelling her own farts. This is what I looked up about plants. This is all the stuff I know about alchemy. Here's what I know about. I'm like, that's awesome. But do I need to know all the stuff that you learn to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I read Game of Thrones, I'm like, Okay, do I need to know all these motherfucking sigils? I'm just saying. And do we need to know everything they're eating? They're, you're sitting here describing the menu every time a motherfucker has a banquet. And I'm like, oh my God. Can you get on with yeah. the killing and the throning? So I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to be, I know Diana's successful. She can buy seven of me and have one of me killed and the other be slaves. I get it. Get it? I'm nobody. We've established that I'm a garbage truck. But this garbage truck wants to write a book that you guys want to read. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just think I wrote the book jacket. I think I just wrote the book jacket right there. That's about the author. I think you came this up with your alias truck. name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but make it an anagram. Make it <laughs> garbage truck. You know what? That's actually really good because I'm already writing under it has a uh, it has the name that I'm going by. This book will not be published under my real name. 
Um, I have a whole thing that I'm going to do with that. If it, if it has any traction whatsoever, there's a whole thing I'm going to do. It's going to be pretty funny. It's very Banksy-like. Uh, <laughs> I think garbage truck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the 20 people who listen to this podcast go, I think I know who wrote this book. <laughs> Family meeting number one. I was listening one time. I'm like, you will get a fucking car. If I make crazy money, I will give you a car if you figure that out. Oh, my God. That's someone who's working really hard, you know, to figure, to sleuth things. Well, oh. to, <laughs> to continue, uh-huh. um, I, I wanted, I wanted to like talk about what you were talking about, like the two pagers mm, yeah. that you were talking about, because I think writing exercises of literally any kind help me. Yes. And the one thing that I've, I've like started to do is like, okay, so like I write, I when I was younger, like, okay, I'm not younger, like high school, I was really interested in like the filmmaking process. Like, so I bought a bunch of books, <laughs> books. Um, <laughs> and I taught myself how to like write screenplays. Like what's the format? What's the font? Did you buy the and- Sid Field book, honey? No. Good. Okay. It's, do I still have it? Yeah. It'd be well, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's over there. What is it? What's um, it called? Go get it. Um, wait, hold on. Stand by. We'll wait. I read the Sid Field book. I just, don't read the Sid Field book is all I'm saying. Just don't do it. Okay. Just if you're going to write a screenplay, Ian, just don't bother. I was just telling, I was just telling everybody while you were away getting the book, don't, don't read the Sid Field book. I mean, he didn't. How many movies have you watched that Sid Field wrote? Zero. So this, this book is, is nice and thick. It's by Jason J. Tamaric. Okay. Okay. Um, What's it called? And like you can, it's literally called filmmaking. Okay. Right on. <laughs> That's all it says. Word. Um, and uh, sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like I've like Please highlighted shit. I've like put in like post-it notes. Like, oh, wow. I've read, I've read this cover to cover and it, it literally covers everything. But like the first like seven chapters are like literally about the script. Um, Cause you don't have anything without it. True. True. You really don't. And Yeah. And, um, I don't know. For me, it was it was really fun to get into that because I had been like writing like fan fiction type things. I wasn't posting it anywhere, but I was like writing like a couple of chapters, like little stories. Most of the time, they were like fan based, um, and so I started doing that with screenplays. And then now I have this idea now that I really want to get, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't know if I'll ever get it done, and I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. Um, don't do like, it to yourself is more what I want to say. Just, just don't, don't. Number one, I can tell you about writing a book. Don't tell anybody you're writing a book because be like, is the book done yet? Fuck no! Yeah, God yeah. damn it! I suck. <laughs> oh my god! Why did I tell anybody? Yeah, just don't do that yeah. to yourself. I won't tell you. I won't tell you what it's about. But okay, yeah. um, well, it's an idea. We'll it's an idea, idea that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, like the summer after my freshman year of college and it was literally all I could think about that entire summer because it was one of those ideas where it literally like grabbed you by the shirt and it was like write me you know what I mean yeah yeah and so and I was thinking about oh okay like what if we did like a web series and it would be like 20 minute episodes and blah 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 and I did a bunch of outlining because I don't I don't usually so I was like I have to do a bunch of outlining so this will actually work and it was crazy how much I did it was like a google doc it was like 30 pages long mm-hmm. of notes of concept artwork even though I don't draw wow uh, <laughs> 
and like media like notes from like skype meetings i have had with my friends about this who like literally don't even remember it at this point but i'm still like here trudging away at it right and and i got through like a couple of scenes last year and it was something i like kept coming back to depending on how how much i was motivated and then i came back to it this year and i was like i really want to keep writing this because i feel like it's a really good idea and then so what i did is actually wrote like a script out for what like a trailer for this web series would look like right and so i was writing just random scenes of like people talking like conversations like really quick shots of people doing things and it actually like opened up a lot of possibilities and had me thinking i'm like okay but like why are those two people having a conversation how did we get from there to here Mm. like why are these people walking there why are they doing this and blah, blah 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 and it actually like gave me a lot of ideas and i wrote like a couple of more scenes so and i i've also kind of done that with like composing too as well because um hans zimmer does i took his like master class thingy yeah. like a couple years ago and one of the things he does is that when he gets a new film he'll do this thing called like a theme diary and it'll he'll basically just open up a project and he'll write out figure out like the like the sound of the score he wants to do write out a bunch of themes and he says only like a certain percentage of it actually ends up in the film, but it helps me to craft what I want to do. That's right. Um, so yeah, if you're stuck on something, write a trailer for it. Uh- <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do it. I think everybody's different. Like everybody, some people swear by the dialogue, the outline. Yes. I don't. I think you, I think you need a, a roadmap. I think I have an idea of like the yeah. the the book I'm writing now. I had an image in my head. And I saw an image and I, and I knew I was going to write something around it. I brainstormed with two of my writer friends who live in Washington. Um, we did about two months of weekend stuff. Things came out of that. That was cool, but it wasn't until I just started writing, right. And writing Mm -hmm. and writing. And I wrote a bunch of bad shit. Um, I wrote a bunch of wandering, meandering, asshole, pondering crap. I pondered whether I should be doing this at all. I questioned, who am I, this redneck, I'm, it's way late in the game, I'm old as fuck, who the fuck, I did all that for eight, nine months, I don't struggle with that anymore, those questions have been, have been asked and answered, um, it took me two years to get to the other side of it, I love, I love it, like I love writing screenplays, I loved working on screenplays with people who wanted to do the work, um, I love talking to other writers about character. I love writers who write. Write. I'm going to hold up a visual for you, but I'm going to post this on our um, Instagram. This is how much I've already written on this book, and I haven't printed out the latest version of it. Stand by. Can you see that? Oh, wow. This is how much I have discarded. So if I showed you all my screenwriting, like the screenplays, I'd have about that much in a screenplay sometimes or half of that because I'm trying to figure out something, right? Mm -hmm. It's like practice, practice, practice when you play music. You can't just sit down at the piano and you're going to just play, right? And writing is thinking with your fingers, thinking out loud, making notes. Writing is not always typing, but it's constantly putting something down. It's pursuing the idea. I have a million ideas before I take a crap in the morning. It's sitting down. And people always come up to you and go, I have an idea for a screenplay. I'm like, great. Get the fuck away from me. You know, like, go write. 
I have a million ideas too, buddy. But what I do know, this is this is kind of people say this is the thing you need to do to write. This is the only one thing I will ever say about writing that I think is golden. Two things. Characters. If people don't like your characters, they're not going to read your story. They're not going to watch your screenplay. They're not going to watch your trailer. They're not going to watch you jerk off to any of this. They're not going to watch you. They don't care. You have to make likable characters. And the the character can be a killer, a child, an ogre, a tree. It can be an int. It can be anything. You have to make likable characters. You have to make us want to care about them. For me, the way to uncover that was to do these two-a-days, these two-pagers. I'm looking for characters. What's in my brain? What's in my drawer? And I would write them down. Sometimes I would just write down a name. I would like, example, um, we're in the desert, night. Woman in her 50s is leaning on a shovel watching a young man dig. He's sweating. He's panting. It's, 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 they're lit by the full moon. It's probably a desert. And he's just sweating away at digging this hole. And he's like... It's, it's never like this in the movies. She goes, yeah, it's the first thing you learn. She's like, why aren't you digging? Well, I'm kind of the veteran here, aren't I? They're slick. And you also shot the guy when I told you not to shoot the guy. So the scene ended up being, before I knew it, about an older contract killer kind of taking on a mentor and how she's thinking about getting out of the game. You don't know about the, yeah. that about the character. I do. So I'll walk you through the scene. I paint this scene. And I held on to her. I liked her, Mm -hmm. gave her a name later, put her then on a card. She goes in a file and now I know who that character is. I know where that screenplay, that, that two pager is to talk about who she was and her and no one will ever see it. It's not another. And the second thing I know to be true is if you really are impassioned about an idea, finish it. Yeah. Don't put a fucking timeline on it. It could be two years, could be three months, could be five days. Stephen King would tell you that past 20 days you're wasting your time and your book should be done. But fuck you, Stephen King. Not all <laughs> of us are you. And we're not all batshit crazy and churning well, yeah, and burning. You, to, need, you, know. you need to figure out what, what what works best for you. Exactly. Some people love that outline. Some people, like me, just need to get stuff down on the paper and yeah. then go back and edit. Exactly. Nothing yeah. is No, and none of it is wrong. That's why when, yeah. you go, when you take a screenwriting class and they go, read Sid Field and everything should have a beginning, middle, and end. Motherfucker, it don't. It don't need to have yeah. no beginning, middle, and end. You don't have to do three acts if you don't want to. You yeah. don't. This <laughs> is this is, this is is what I find interesting for me is that – so I, I have these like two things – in my life, like in terms of like expression, so I have like writing stories and I have writing music, and I find like how many parallels there actually are between them. Well, it's and, storytelling, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like for me, I, I also don't la- outline any of my music. A lot of it is just what comes out, and then I'll fix it later. Right. Um. Sometimes I'll just press record and then play whatever on the piano, and then I'll go back and chop it up and see what's best. Like for me, I've I've had composers tell me older composers more experienced composers that you need to know where you're ending like what's your ending gonna be Mm. and it doesn't resonate with me because part of the the intrigue and the fun for me is is getting to the ending and figuring out what that ending is right i i understand the the concept of working towards something um but for me i don't think you need to know what that something is in order to work towards it at least writing music um so yeah, I totally get it. On it yeah, it's just what whatever works for you, honestly. Same thing with like, you know who I think, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, 
Do you know who I think is probably one of the, would be an excellent storyteller is Ian. I think if he ever, um, here's how, here's how Ian is. If he doesn't care about it, it can fuck off and die. Like he just, it doesn't matter. But if he dedicates himself to like, he got into like making ribs one summer, smoking the perfect ribs in our shitty Weber grill. And it proved to me, because I know this from the South, you cut a, a barrel in half and you put some rebar on it. <laughs> you, you smoke some meat, you've got barbecue. You don't need some, you know, $1,200 green egg. Although please sponsor us. We love you guys. Um, <laughs> But like he he like spent an entire summer like working on rubs and like made some of the best best motherfucking ribs I've ever had. Ooh, right, I love ribs. Just falling off the bone, amazing. And it's like he did it. He unlocked it. He was like, I leveled up. He's done. Now he's like, I'll just go to Bob's. I know what that's like. I touched the stone. I ran away. Right. I pulled the sword out of the stone. Ribs. And I feel like there's a storyteller in Ian. I feel like. He sees. I don't know. I don't. I see. I don't you know. see story in a very interesting way. I, I like. I like participating in other people's story. I don't, I'm not a creator. You're cool with it. I see. I don't. I disagree. I can't, I can't create. I Even like when I was in music, I could never. I could interpret somebody's creation. I couldn't pull out anything out of my own head. I just don't. I don't think that's true. You know, I, I, don't think I can. True. I can construct. I need the pieces already there. Yeah, but I've seen your your cooking is artful. It's done yeah, with but love I mean, that's, and care, and you it's, it's already it's and, you know I you know it's it's not creating something out of nothing. I swear to God, he makes me all well. Nothing cry. is, but like nothing and then is. he'll do art. We've done art together. We've done a couple of art pieces together. We did this uh, Doctor Who piece where he did David Tennant as a tinsel as, as a stencil, and there's a two sides to Tennant. Like we flipped him over. You've done Bader. You've done. Yeah, All but see, our, it was it um, was it was like it was it was someone else's someone else's image. You can say that all day long, but somebody needs, needs to call Shepard Ferry because that's how that motherfucker became a millionaire. Well, yeah, and I I took that and 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 the the what it took was the just the being able to sit there and create the stencil. But still, it's I think you know, still and that's art. yeah. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't think I'd be a, a good storyteller. I think that you would be. Yeah, I think that you would be. What if you, you gave well, it? Ian, if you gave it? If he ever gave it fire, he would be. I, I'm. I don't think he sees it in him. So I think he. I. I don't because it's it's. You know, I just don't. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, you know. When I first met you, you didn't pick up after yourself, and you couldn't cook. And now you make the best steak yeah, in Los but, Angeles, and you're a neat freak. So. Coming up with a sto- an entertaining story Lies. is totally different. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like you could. You have you tell me your dreams, and some of your dreams are. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in your head, dude? Like you, your dreams are like stories that I would watch on a TV. Mm-hmm. I just get stuck in elevators in my dreams. I know it's boring dreams. I do dry cleaning. I get stuck in elevators. Like I'm watching, I'm playing a video game, and I get stuck in a grocery cart. And I'm like, this is just like a dream I would have. I just have some boring ass dreams. I don't monsters. If a monster showed up in my dream, I'd be like, oh, thank God, something creative is in my dream. I would go over and like fucking kill it because I'm like, I can lucid dream and I will kill that motherfucker because you in my dream and you're a monster and you dead. But I don't like. I have like really boring dreams. Like I can't get all of my errands done. Like, does that make me a serial killer? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
it's not right how I dream really boring shit. But like I you'll wake up and go, Megatron was having dinner with Jerry Seinfeld, and they were no. tra- they were judging a Chianti contest, and I'm like. What's happening in your mind? I feel like I think even. I think you just came up with an idea for an episode. <laughs> yeah, garbage truck uh-huh. serial killer. Oh yeah, it's got to be done. Don't steal it, HBO. We know how you stealing motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> this fall on HBO, True Detective, garbage truck serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that starring Matthew McConaughey. No, I'm, I'm actually I'm accusing it. HBO has creativity. That would be CBS. I'm sorry, my bad. HBO, CBS. Please sponsor us. Either by either network can be fine. Um, no, it's funny. No one's ever going to sponsor this podcast, except for maybe the sanitation department <laughs> or the mob. I'd be underwritten by the mob. I'd be fine with that. I'll take some of that money. Speaking wow. of, um, fuck yeah, everybody's a criminal. Uh, speaking of something we watched last night, and you and I were just kind of going, what? Okay, so we don't go to the movies. Andre knows this now. Um, we poor. We spend a lot. Well, that's of- not why we don't go to the movies. We can afford to go to the movies. We don't go to the movies because a lot of times it's just not a good experience. Well, I'm also, I think I should say instead of we, we're poor, I'm cheap. Probably. I don't want to spend $24. We've talked about this in the podcast before. I don't want to spend $24 for people to like be pulling out their fucking cell phones, acting like they home, I'm smelling your smelly feet. You chitter-chattering in the middle of the fucking movie. I don't yeah. want to hear your commentary, motherfucker. Or walking your kids down the aisle mm-hmm. with their sparkly mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hearing you eating. Anyway. With your bag of chips. So I have to wait for things to come out. And we do spend a lot of money on cable. We actually have cable. We spend a lot of money on entertainment. We just don't spend it at Landmark Theater. We don't. Or wherever, whatever theater. Right. So we waited a long time to see Downsizing. Honest to God, even if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't have run out to see that movie because A, Matt Damon, why? I mean, I loved him and his first movie he made that time, but since then I've been like, eee. But I forget that Matt's kind of a brainy pants and kind of subversive, right? I forget this. I try to write him off as Ben Affleck, and I'm, I'm doing a disservice to Matt Damon because I think Matt Damon is actually sharper than that. Okay. Well, even in Goodwill Hunting, he played this the, the smarty. And Affleck was like, Durr! Anyway, so we, we I say this to say, what a long, shitty setup. So downsizing is... <laughs> 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 I'm a garbage bag today. So uh, downsizing shows up on Prime, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie because you did a promo for it, right? Yeah. So he's like, downsizing. You think you came home, and you're like, I don't know, some stupid movie like honey i shrunk the kids for 2018 whatever yeah i thought it was gonna be you know a typical mm-hmm. you know what ben affleck is doing now not ben what what <laughs> matt damon is doing now <laughs> <laughs> you know just like just like a big hollywood blockbuster yeah, where you know right people who aren't really critical about story go and watch yeah people who just like shove like uh, look i will just put just about anything in my body but i won't just put anything in my brain that's where you that's where you lose me i will not <laughs> that sounded exactly the way you thought it did <laughs> pun intended uh <laughs> i got you i know people from the 80s who can like call up and tell you stories anyway so 
I feel like <laughs> like I won't watch like you know like a bunch of just garbage stuff. I, mean, I just feel like it just it's like that will fuck you up bigger than anything, right? So when somebody goes watch, you know, like some past friend of mine goes like watch Prison Break, and I'm like, first of all, why would you name something Prison Break that happens one time and it's on season four? You either get away from the prison and change the location, or this is a shitty series. Turns out I was right. Anyway, so I don't watch a lot of stuff that people recommend to me because, you know, people don't have taste. They just say, watch one. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, no I don't have kids. I'm a writer. And I respect my brain. Now, I am sitting here, like, putting lard and salt and, you know, deadly trace chemicals in my body. And I will die soon. But I will not watch your shitty TV show that your mom thinks is cool, right? I'm never going to watch NCIS. I'm never going to watch the Law & Order shit. I'm not going to watch that stuff where they solve it in 30 minutes. Because you know what? In life, they sometimes don't ever solve the murder. Ever. Anyway, or like so, when they go around the room and they discuss what's going on and they but explain it that I way. I say that, and then I also just admitted at the beginning of this podcast, I watched Jersey Shore Family Vacation and I watched Floribama Shore. Well, those are the only two shores, uh, two shows that's that you enough. Watch that's of, enough to pollute your brain yeah. and probably you don't watch The Bachelor or you don't watch. No, I can't do that. You know, Dancing with the Stars or whatever that other I shit is. Bachelor reminds me it's like a, it's like a slave auction with people who can't get parts in movies. That's what I oh, like that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I'm not talented, but I'm hot, and I'm, like, sort of cute, but I'm not cute enough for Hollywood. I'll just go on the show and, like, bang a bunch of dudes, and, like, I'll be famous, right? Maybe we should call these segments Spilling the Tea. We should. Is it tea time? Oh! 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 Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's why oh, this will just be my... tea time number one. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love that. Oh That's pretty God. good. That's really good. Oh, my God. I can't. There's some stuff I can't say on here that I do tell you guys. I wish I could. T- I, but I would never work again. And we would be marked for murder. Um, I already have like a target on my back from J.K. Rowling. She's like, if you ever become somebody, I'm going to have you murdered. Right now, you matter to no one. Um, <laughs> where was I going with all of this? So I am very kind of picky. And so we finally just I said, look, we're going to play Fallout last night. Uh, I took my break and I'm going to like play Fallout. We're going to do this thing. So I put on downsizing and we ended up like started drinking and we really can't play the game once we start to drink because I just get really mad and like just want to bash things and break all my weapons and shit. And it's really hard to find ballistic fiber in the game. It's a whole thing. So um, we start watching it and we're like, holy shit. It has two and a half stars on Prime. And I think I know why. A lot of people thought what we thought. It's Ben Affleck. Who's kind of on the fat side in this movie? Matt Damon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think we just established the standard here. He's so bit. Is he Ben Affleck or just Matt another Damon? just another Hollywood white guy? Continue. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, listen. I'm sorry. Wait, real quick. What? I can what? never what? distinguish the difference between Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. To me. They look like the same person. That anyway, seems continue. like something you would say because you have like white man face. Blindness. I always get, um, I always get like Cumberbatch and Eddie Redmayne. And... No, 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 no. I get Cumberbatch and um, uh, the the guy who was in American Horror Story in a um, Murder House, one of the boyfriends. Um, oh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I get those two mixed up. How in the fuck would you get those and two? Then I, I get, I get 
Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, and another white dude. Mixed oh wait, up. I know who you're talking about. Um, oh no, was it the Ryan Gosling? Yeah, those three. Yeah, okay, that, that yeah, one I yeah. respect. That one, but like <laughs> Quinto and like Cumberbatch because they've got these huge eyebrows. I think. <laughs> It's the eyebrows. I think it's the, it's the shape of the face. I love my Filipino husband. He's like white people. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, it's like, and then I get, I'm, you know, well, you see one Asian, you see them all. No, so. I know me some Asians because they're so rare on in America. I'm like, I know in that motherfucker's resume. I know when he was on like CSI, you know, guy number four in the lab. Like, I know those people because they don't work a whole lot. So I'm like, oh, I know who Nagini is now, you know, or is it Nagini? I always fuck that up. Guinea, Haji. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, <laughs> going back to Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, in Downsizing, it's a whole inside joke from um, um, the South Park guys doing... What's it called? Isn't it uh, like a Patriot something? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the puppet movie that the yeah. South Park has made. Team America. Team America, deadly funny. The puppet came out of the factory and it had a face, it, like it had Bell's palsy. So they just, every time they would look at it, they would go, Matt Damon. Anyway, that's the whole story. So <laughs> Matt Damon in Downsizing. And we're just thinking, okay, this is our Honey, I Shrek the Kids. It's got Kristen Wiig in it. She makes my eye roll like 50% of the time. I think she's 50% talented and 50% needs to like stop working and just take your money and shut up and sit down like Kate McKinnon. I love you, girl, but we've seen it. Stop. Anyway, so I'm sitting here going, okay, we're just going to sit here and watch this dumbass movie while we play the game so we don't have to pay attention to it. Next thing we know, there's a Vietnamese woman who is actually the leading lady in this movie. And we're like, what happened? And it got very political and very subversive and very dark very quickly yeah it got even <laughs> even before we met her it it was it was it like was pretty dark just holy the, con- shit. the concept was pretty dark and then i started like tooling through matt damon's <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> i'm just cracking myself and he is he's i forget i forget that he's all right with me like He's he said some dumb shit um, in the past, and you know what we all have, dude. On this podcast alone, I could never run for president. Oh wait, I so could. Um, But like he, this movie was like just blowing me the fuck away. And I gotta say, if you have Prime, watch it. It it's like fucking good. I mean, the third act, whatever. Third acts are hard. Okay, I think we've established that, you know, writing is hard and whatever, but honest to fucking Christ. It's like watching it's like watching uh, um, an episode of Black Mirror or something. Mm, mm. That's what you kept saying last night, and I was yeah. like, this feels like a really extended version of Black Mirror. But I just think about all the stuff he's been in, the fracking movie, and, you know, like, out of the gate, you know, he's, he's, he's no dummy. He knows who he is. So, guys, seriously, if you're into, like, you know, political messages and stuff and things. And, you know, it's it's quirky, but it's it's not, it's not a, sh- honey, I shrunk the kids, y'all. So people are like, oh, I'm going to go see this. Yeah, it's not this a, it's not a. Oh, shit. Yeah. People just probably got pissed off. They're like. they went like, whoo, right over yeah, their head. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like going in a club and you got all the money for the Coke and the hookers. And you go in and it's a Chuck E. Cheese. And you're like, I guess in this analogy, it would be the opposite. You're going into a Chuck E. Cheese. And there's a bunch of strippers 
and people selling like cocaine and doing rails off of the back of the strippers and the hot dog line. So that's what happened on this motherfucking movie. People were like, what is this episode? (laughs) What are we talking about? I swear to fucking Christ. (laughs) We had to do more of these. (laughs) Ultimately, this is who I am, folks. This is just who I am. I can't stop it. It's just, it's too late. I'm 54. The fuck you're going to do? All right. So what you're telling me is that I should go watch this instead of The Walking Dead. I think, I don't, oh, oh, we're not going to do a Walking Dead podcast. Okay. I know, I know you have vowed to never watch the show again. I know that you walk into the room and you see me watching The Walking Dead and you make noises and then you walk (laughs) out. I'm saying this to Ian. I'm watching it because yes. <laughs> I'm watching this because Andre made a case to give it a chance. This after having said, I don't want to put garbage in my brain. I watch it every week and I don't, I don't want you to ever think like when I'm ranting at you in text, Andre, that I'm like mad at you or oh, I hope no. I'm not like burning the sun, if, you know, over your house when I'm saying this. I'm just like, no, this fucking show. Because they just keep killing people that are likable and doing their jobs and it makes no sense and everybody's taking money home and everybody's having a good time and they're just, I don't know what they're doing all the money. Maybe they're stuffing it up their own asses and letting it on fire and shitting it out. I don't know how many things you need in the world to like keep creating this garbage, but I'm sitting here going, okay, okay, okay. It's like, it's like the president, you know, it's like every day he checks off a list. Let's just go kill all marine life. Let's go rake the forest. I just like how, like, he's just ticked all the boxes. How can I piss off everybody and everything that's ever lived on the planet? The show feels like that. It's like, fuck all the LGBTQI people. Fuck storytelling. Fuck plot lines. Fuck the fans. They'll eat whatever slot we throw in a bucket in front of them. And now we're just going to kill the only guy who never got a chance to even be anything. He grew his hair out for like two fucking years in this glorious beard. And all this guy's saying, and I'm just totally with him. He's like, I'm free. It's good. I'm fine. And I'm talking about the guy who played Jesus. Spoiler alert. Yeah, put the spoiler tags in the description. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about this too much because I don't want Ian to hate his life. But I'm going to preface it by saying um, I think I'm finally ready to put the show down. Um, I was going to watch the mid-season finale, but at this point, I'm just like, I don't want to. (laughs) Well, Um, you have to now because you made me stick around and watch it. So you... Okay, well, that's fair. Oh, it's to me. But after, (laughs) after that episode, we're... We're done. He wasn't um, even given a good death, by the way. Normally, how like they gave. Well, I watched a clip on YouTube because I was like, "How the fuck did they do this?" And mm-hmm. oh, it happened in like two seconds. Okay, whatever, that's fine. It was just like, um, but they didn't even get like they gave Laurie Holden the most obnoxious character outside of like uh, Laurie, little lady plays Laurie. No offense to you, lady. I think you're awesome, but your character was like. Uh, but like they gave Laurie Holden like this amazing death and we had wanted Andrea to die forever. So it was like when she finally like she gets to like off herself in this badass fucking commando way. I'm like, oh, I must miss her. That's kind of they've given everybody this amazing death. Herschel gets his head off, cut off by a fucking sword. And then Jesus is like in the fog. Pew! What? What happened? What fucking happened? 
Well, I mean, can I also say uh, we we talk about this so much, and I really don't want to dwell on it. But I I do think <laughs> that should I be on t-shirts think. for the show. That's our actual t-shirt for the show. <laughs> we talk about this so much, and I know I don't want to dwell on it, but. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we have merch now. Uh, we have let's, let's have merch. Let's start selling that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, no, okay. I will say in your next loot to crate the sh- <laughs> to the sh- <laughs> to the shiz, but it's that in like a Black Panther mug. Um, <laughs> I will say to the to the show's credit, I I do think it's an improvement. But is it? Because, it is though. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I look at what things have been improved. And it's like, okay, well, the story makes sense. Things are happening and like characters are talking. Mm. And then you're just kind of like, well, shouldn't this be like the baseline things you need for a TV show? Like it's gotten yeah. better because the show has actually now become a TV show, mm-hmm. which is sad. And I, and that's as far as I'll go with that. But honestly, like I do think it, it, gotten, it has gotten better. Um, I think Killing Jesus was a huge ass mistake. Um, but honestly, I don't think it's always a bad idea to kill Jesus. I think the Christians would tell you that right now. Just saying. I mean, I'm sorry, but like you, you, you cut off Aaron's arm in like episode three and then like three episodes later, you kill off another gay character. I'm just like, they just, they just, (laughs) nobody can be gay on the show. And there was talk that Norman was totally open for Daryl being gay or bi. And people were like, oh my God. Cause the Bubba's were like, wait, there's no way he's going to be an ass pounder. Oh shit. No, fuck no. And so what's going on is that Norman just like is with no one. He has a dog now. The dog he wanted in season one, he finally got. And he's just going to double down and just call it dog. It's real name is seven, by the way. Um, so I'm just sitting here going, you know what this, and I was just sitting here and I finally, I finally just admitted what this is. It's like someone's punching you in the dick repeatedly for eight years, nine years in the dick. And it's numb and it's mush and nothing's coming out of it. You're just being punched in the (laughs) dick. And they go, good news. We're going to start punching you in the head. Doesn't that feel better? And you're like, it does feel different. It feels like a different feeling. It's still unpleasant, and now I can't think clearly like before. I could well, did, sort of think. Now you're just did punching. it feel did did it feel any different? It did. It, it was a, there was a when, very when tonal, Kang took over. Yes. There was a huge tonal shift. Really? Well, for this show, huge. Huh. It's like if Prison Break and they got out of the prison. And we're done. Like, Cause, like every time I walked into the room, it just felt like the same slot. You did. You walked in and was like, you're, you're just, you thought uh, you're drinking at nine o'clock in the morning and done. But like, he was like, so why is it not, it's not any different. Yeah. It's not any different. I was I think, giving it a well, chance. I, yeah. And I've given it, at least I could say I've given it a chance and now I can, I can finally put it away. Cause I just like, I don't. I don't want to do it anymore. But people will sit there. Like, there's, <laughs> there's so, so many, many other things to watch. And I there's watch so Mr. many Robot. dedicated fans. And they could, again, please watch Mr. Robot. Are you kidding me? The show will not let you down. There's no cheap shots. I know a lot of people are season two haters. Again, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. Uh, the season two is, is, is one of the Amazing. best seasons. Most quotable, by the way. No. You guys quote it all the time and then you hate on it. <laughs> Tumblr. Um... <laughs> But, like, seriously, Game of Thrones, it don't do you wrong neither. Game of Thrones is like, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Like, they're yeah. just, like, queer all day. Like, Oberon comes out like, I love the ladies. I'm rolling with five men. Hello, I'm beautiful. Although, 
please shut up when they tell you to shut up over on anyway like the show has got all the stuff i mean yeah I, I admit season one was just tits and dragons but there was still some stuff going on it was only the it was really only the pilot that was rough the pilot was rough once you, get you got past to, the pilot once you get to season two then it started getting, show is I mean, I mean, episode two yeah you know show it started to settle in it's for smart people it's good it's good. It's good. And yeah. that's and that's like my reasoning. It's like I could be watching so many other things. Mm-hmm. So You could be watching I've, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I've given it my shot and that's not on that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and again I just I hung around because you were like, Okay, you know, like give it a shot. I'm like, you know, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Like but my friend Alex, once he the he we lost Alex at the fake death of Glenn. He was like, fuck this show. And our friend Alex, an intellectual, was like, here's my 15-part discourse on why The Walking Dead is a garbage show. And I was like... That's me. <laughs> yeah. No, I felt him, but I was just like, okay. Also, it's just entertainment, and let's just let's chill. No. Like, no. They're, just, they're just so sitting there giving us the finger. It feels like, it feels like they're, they're doing it I don't it think they're purpose. intentionally sitting there... Giving us the finger, but that's what it feels it, that's like. That's what it feels like. It just it's just open butthole on the page, yeah. and everybody's well, having a great time at work, and none of us are having a good time watching it. I've said that a million times well, on the show. Us, like, remember we were we were watching something on AMC. No, we were trying to watch something on AMC. We were trying to watch. Uh, what was the thing we were watching on AMC? I, I forgot what it what was, was but um, it was oh, that is that that drummer girl thing. Yeah, uh, drummer, yeah, but. <sighs> But then it was like I was there every for Scar's single guard, but I was like, oh, Scar's guard can't even save this pretension. Every condition. single commercial was like, you know, people. I love Rick Grimes. Oh, thank oh, you Andrew for the Lincoln eight seasons. So I'm like Andrew Lincoln's pissing off to England with. Lots he wanted of money. to be off the show. He won. He got written off the show. He's getting paid to be on a show he ain't on. Y'all. Yeah, he's coming back to like direct, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting ready to be on I'm show. Just he like, on. What is going on? Mm-hmm. And honestly, at this rate, who is going to watch these fucking Rick Grimes movies? It's not going to be me. I'm going to tell you, a bunch of bubbles out there, are like as long as that Daryl boy don't have no um, dick in his butt, I'm going to watch oh his God. show, man. I'm going to tell you what. Now they're killing them. They're killing them. Them dead people every week. Now they got guns on this show. Guns going <laughs> to save America. That's what I'm saying right here. All them liberals out in the woods getting killed. I'm going to watch your show, y'all. I swear to God, I swear to fucking Christ, I feel like that's who's hanging on a lot of times. Because the rest of you, why? They're just they're just <laughs> shitting in your mouth and going, here's a story. And I'm like, you kill everybody who's even remotely gay or interesting, who has layers. And then you yeah. let people like Gregory hang around for like... There's better network shows on television I said, than this. I swear to God, I would voluntarily show. show up to watch... Four episodes of The Bachelor before I watched another episode of The Walking Dead, and I fucking hate The Bachelor. The yeah. Bachelorette, I think, is even worse. It's like I don't get those shows. I don't, I don't understand it. You guys know they're failed actors who are just trying to. You understand it's all right. Never mind. Never mind. It leaves on the Dancing with the Stars. You have to like do something to earn your keep. Yeah, I don't know. You have to watch it, though. You have to watch it. You have to watch the mid-season finale. I will. You you owe it to me. I will. 
and then I'll just be mad. And I, to close all of this out, I'm mad that it, it had to come to this, honestly. Yeah. It feels like a bad breakup, honestly. Because I was so excited for this Whisperers thing. Me too. Like, it was such... I felt like that's such a cool concept. And even from, like, the little clip that I watched of Jesus' death, like, even that, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually really cool. But I don't want to keep watching. Like, there's a great one single medium-wide shot, I want to say of what is probably the alpha character. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, but he gonna beat you again, girl. This is a bad boyfriend. He just gonna beat yeah. you again. He's gonna beat yeah, you they'll, again. they'll figure out a way to fuck up, fuck up the idea and yeah. just make it shit. Source material Ugh. in the beginning wasn't that good with, good to begin with, though. Y'all need to go back. If you really want to, like, be disappointed, go read the original content. I am sorry. It is not awesome. Okay? <laughs> well, I mean, isn't, isn't that the case? Because... Kirkman, it's mm. you know he's he's running this ship. Mm-hmm. Once they got rid of Darabont, mm. and yeah. the only well, just go. Oh, read sorry, sometime. go ahead. Just go read sometime. Have you ever read them? I just no. Okay, so when you're at my house chilling, and you come in and like you want to take a dump when you're at the house. We go to Pink's Hot Dogs at like three o'clock in the morning. I'll hand you like volume one. You'll be done in twenty minutes. You'll come out of the bathroom and go. Oh yeah, it was never good to begin with. Oh, it was a nice idea, though. <laughs> Poorly executed. I'm like, mm-hmm. it could have been. It could have been really cool. It could have been. been I can't believe we spent two seasons on the now. on like the wolves thing. Yeah. Oh, the but then wolves. we didn't do the whispers. You mean sooner. you mean fake Dave Grohl, the wolves? Oh my God, are you kidding God. me? That honestly went <sighs> nowhere. I wanted an arrow in my eye after that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> it went nowhere. I crawled under a dumpster and slept for a week. What the fuck? Yeah, they're just yeah. Okay, okay yeah. Other yeah. topics. Uh, what would Kathy Griffin do right now? I'll <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, never let you forget it. Um. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at my notes trying to think about it. You guys will never know what that means. We'll never know what that means. No. Uh, what are you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. oh, no. I just thought about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this week, I can't believe it, but I spent $12.99 buying the Godforsaken Crimes of Grindelwald screenplay. Um, you what? I bought the screenplay. Why? Because I wanted to see if, it, if the movie made more sense. You want to rewrite it, don't you? I do, honestly. I think you I should. If I had the time, yeah. Like just one afternoon, just. Done. I think you actually. I think, it, I, think it, I think it was written in an afternoon. <laughs> Only Probably. she's in a mansion, and you're just in your like apartment in West Virginia. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. What was it even it, about? The more I think about <laughs> what we saw, I'm like, it was like, it was like. I felt like it wasn't necessarily a first draft. I felt like it was like a second outline of a movie. It, yeah. So here's here's my thing. Um, you being, being like a, a screenplay, a screenwriter. I'm a screenplay writer. Yes. <laughs> a screenwriter. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but are, aren't you not supposed to put in like camera directions? No, you never. If you're, it, well, it depends on who you are. Like, I, I guess JK can do whatever she wants to, but like, we, you were taught hard and fast and long not to ever put in 
like director's direction into a screenplay. They're like, okay. stay in your fucking lane. Right. Yeah. That's what just, it, there's a lot of like angle on pan towards. And I'm just like, it was, it was just a little bit distracting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and the other thing is like, it, I read like the, the well, you're seeing, an, of, we don't know what, what draft you're saying. Are you seeing the shooting script? It's going to have maybe director's notes in it. Well, I mean, this is, this is also the thing. I know this isn't like, the fi- it looked like someone like transcribed the movie mm. and JK put in all the like the background information because what is in the screenplay is exactly what happened in the movie and obviously we know that's not e- exactly true because there's always going to be stuff left on the cutting floor and blah mm. blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that there was a re- there were like minuscule differences between what was in the in the book and what's in this published screenplay. Mm. Um, I don't think it's a real thing, though. You know that, right? Yeah, because I thought the whole point of like doing that was to give you a new insight, and in a way, it did. Like, it, it had a lot of like, uh, this character was thinking this, and it's obvious. Obviously, that kind of stuff is hard to portray on the screen. Mm. Um, it gave me a new perspective on certain things, and it gave me the names of the characters. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, I think the reason for um, that whole publishing of the script is that jk needs uh jet fuel because mm. uh why would you really <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to be cynical like honestly when i see that happen sometimes i'm just like you're not getting it in its you know real form i mean i mean they wouldn't do yeah that, you're not right? you're not yeah so the only reason you're doing that is that it's just dollars you might as well yeah. just be buying a wand at like <laughs> Universal. It's just the same kind of tchotchke. I don't, because we all know that that fucking screenplay was a hot mess. I'd like to see, I'd like to see the real screenplay. Um, yeah, with the assistance notes in it, with the tea spilt on it, literally, and like you know maybe traces of whatever JK's on. When she wrote this, because I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, what do they say? Dude, this is why I would never want to be famous. I have no desire to be famous. I, I mean, I barely say my name on this podcast. I want to have a voice in the world. I want to relate to people. I want to connect. I want to entertain people. Past that, I don't want to be famous. If you're famous past a certain point and you don't like get your own groceries and you don't you don't understand struggle and and walk amongst people and just be a person who's out in the actual world. I think you lose touch. And I felt like this screenplay was written by someone who's been very lauded and famous for a long time. She was my champion on Twitter for a long time when she would take on people who were saying um, insensitive and shitty stuff. She's like another icon I know who started out with a good heart for the community and started out with a good heart toward us and then after a while, when you shit in a gold toilet or whatever the fuck you're up to and you're not out into the world, you lose a sense of everybody else. And I felt like debt was tolerated for this reason. I felt like the retconning of Nagini, I felt like the whole retconning of the Harry Potter world is this response of, I can't hear you from my island. And I literally mean that. When you're sitting there 
on a house built over water yeah. that you can see the bottom and people bringing you shit. Again, I don't know how this woman lives her life. I'm just saying at some point you're not in the streets. You lose context. You do. I mean, I feel like we know people here in this town who like they don't know how the doors work and shit. They literally would bounce off a door like a fucking bat flying into a sliding <laughs> glass. And you're like, bitch, you got to use your arms because yeah. your slave is in the car or whatever. So I feel like, God, it sounds so evil of me to say. And I'm not trying to like go after this woman. I'm just saying I felt like too many people told her she could do this. Because she owns these characters. But after, and this is what I was taught. This is the number one thing I was taught. Okay, there's several things. But one of the things, was entertain your audience. But once characters are out into the world, they don't belong to you anymore. You're responsible for them. It's kind of a shitty job, like being a parent. You're responsible for them. But they don't belong to you. You give them to your readers and viewers. So once you hand them over and they give you the money to live your life, you're responsible for that relationship. And when you write garbage and when you do it distracted and you let someone skate and you shit all the other actors who are just trying to get some credits and trying to make it in the world, you do a disservice to the whole process and what you've actually earned in the world. That's all I'm saying, man. Like you can't just just take the money and run. And I'm not even saying that she does that. I just feel like sometimes it's too much. You know, maybe she did get some help. Maybe she got the wrong help. But watching that movie, I was like, somebody's not listening. Clearly. I, I'm just, a little, I'm just really confused on, on how we got to this point. I mean, like comparing the first film which I mean, people say it was was not that good to begin with. I think, at least in comparison to this one, I think it's very solid. I think it it knows what it wants to do. It's its very own thing. It establishes this five part series. Whatever. It's a good return to this world. And then we get the set the second installment, and it doesn't even feel like it was written by the same person. A person that, by all accounts, should know the ins and outs. And like, I don't listen. I don't expect J.K. To remember every single little thing that she wrote in those Harry Potter books. But I do, but I do expect her to take a certain level of responsibility and know what kind of fandom she's working with. Because now I think the reason why I have that feeling that these films just feel completely different is that before her writing this first film, there's hype. Everyone's excited about this film. The jo Johnny Depp, no one even knows he's working on the film yet. Like, literally no one knew until, like, a week before the film came out, mm. right? And it's hype. Everyone's great. We got the trailers. She's she's in the sweet spot. We get to the second film. Everyone finds out about the Johnny Depp thing. And now she's in this this space where she's muting and blocking people on Twitter. She's, she's not paying attention to what people are saying. She's not get, taking any advice. And then we get a movie like this. Now, I don't know if there's any... I don't know if it's correlation or causation. But I think something must have happened here because this doesn't tally up to me. And reading the screenplay didn't really clear up a lot of things either mm. um, oh it's not going to i mean you're getting like a you're getting a product you're not getting an uh, an artifact or any kind of archival anything you're getting an art you're getting a product yeah you're getting a t-shirt yeah. you might as well have bought a mug yeah it says you know 
What were I the mean, crimes yeah. of Grind- Grindelwald? On the other side, nobody knows. Um, Does, nobody knows, literally. Nobody knows. Like, so, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. That whole point about, like, you have a responsibility. Yes. You can't just sit on your jet or... Or be lauded and surrounded and cocooned and insulated because after a while, I mean, what does Jim Carrey say all the time? He says, I wish everybody would get everything they ever wanted and realize just how much it doesn't add up. Now, I will addendum that and say as a poor person, grew up poor, don't has never had a whole lot of money. Uh, the What you do with a lot of money is you give it to other people. That's what you do with your money. You set people free. And I know it's a lot more complicated than that. And it's easy for me to say. I feel like what you don't do is sit back and you shit on the people who got you there. Yeah. I mean, it it literally, if she even got someone just to check all of her facts for her, Mm, mm. like, hey, assistant, can you check when this character was born? Like, what year did I say? You thinking it's a singular person? There's at least 12 motherfuckers running around with this bitch. Mm. She's got at least Uh, 12 disciples. I mean, obviously not. (laughs) Well. (laughs) No one's checking this shit. Was there even an an editor? No one knows. See, because a, a hungry, poor, single mom, if you believe the story, research assistant, highly intelligent, saw a young boy on a train station going to wizard school, right? Something like this. This is the first image. Yeah. This is what gives us here at Harry Potter. Yeah. And she wrote it from this earnest, hungry, infinite place. And then past a certain point, it's like, stop. You know, mm-hmm. like past three, four hours in a day, I can't do four hours on this. Maybe the next one will be different. On this particular book, on my first one, I still know fuck all. I stop after four hours and I'm like, that's all. Now it's just garbage. Now I'm just, just now I'm just talking to myself. Now I'm just nattering on. I feel like how much money do you need? The parks are going to open. You can get wands and ginger beer and all the blah, 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 all the frogs and the things. Do you need to keep going? What's fueling that? Why don't you have that thing that goes, no, I'm not going to work with this dude because of even the remotest. I like Johnny, but some shit went down. So maybe in representation's sake, we take a chill for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I, I I really want to believe that this this these movies aren't being made just for J.K.'s profit. Um, oh, I don't think that's true. I mean, I'm probably oversimplifying it. I think Warner Brothers has a lot of fucking power. And maybe if, well, you, defy Brothers, them, yes. yeah. if you defy them, there's a hole in the earth where your life used to be. I mean, maybe you can't say no to them. They are mobsters, basically. That's true. But I feel like at, at this point, I've never been at a place with, with a... Well, I mean, that's not true. But I, I was going to say that like, never, I've never been at a place with, with any sort of film or TV show where I think the fans can write better than the actual person who came up with it. Oh, I thought that Because I, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily believe in the whole death to the author sort of thing. But like, I'm kind of feeling it, to be honest. Like, and I mean, like I said, I feel like I could have written something better than this. And, I don't, and I'm not like a writer in that sense. Well, I think, you know, what I, what I love about George Martin, and I'm not trying to get you to watch Game of Thrones. Yes, I totally am. Um, and to finish Mr. Robot, because Santa smells amazing, is this, is that these guys will like go on Reddit. They will go to fucking 
Like George R. R. Martin is gangster. He will go like to a con and sit there and go, hit me, motherfucker. And people will come at him like, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like he will take people on Mm -hmm. and he's, dare I say, maybe not as successful. I mean, it's not a dick swinging contest, but Game of Thrones is, is pretty dope, right? He wrote this shit in 1991, right? He will sit there and people are like, why is this? And why is that? And why is this? And the TV show, and he goes, first of all, I consult on the TV show. Second of all, these motherfuckers have killed more people than I have done in my books. Half of these people are still alive and well in my books and will remain so, okay? And they're like, when are you going to get this book done? He's like, bitch, I will get the book done. When I get the book done, you eat a dick. He's not some sort of like corporate whore, right? Yeah. And he will sit there and answer questions and go, that's not what I intended for that character. They can do whatever they want to on the show. I think they head in a great direction. The books are another thing. And he will sit here yeah. and people are like, why aren't there any black people on your show? And he goes, it's based on 15th century Britain. And I know you don't like this answer, but honest to fucking Christ, the people who were black were servants. And then I have bravos bravos is where all the gay and queer and cool brown people live i gave you bravos okay so y'all and then he has characters who were like we don't even believe in marriage nobody can be a bastard in my neighborhood because we don't believe in marriage bitch you know like mm-hmm. he has queer characters and he has all kinds of like representation in the books right not by the way retconning that dude was a jew what you know they happen to be a lesbian no one knew that but that's fine so i feel like there's other things to consume here and i feel like if you just want to cheap out and sell cheap baubles after being such a legend your choice your choice and i can choose not to go and like buy your cheap baubles yeah but i i just i i I wonder what what these films would have been like if it wasn't written by you take in strays don't you i just sense this about you don't we think this about andre wait what you take in strays you're like a person who's just like a hopeless romantic i mean my cat is a stray i know yeah he's a cat daddy (laughs) by the way how is otto is it otto yeah yeah he's good um he's been he's been limping a little bit oh yeah, we're going to get him checked out for that. But otherwise, good. He, he's still warming up to us. He's graduated from from just one of my roommate's rooms. He's, like, ex- exploring now. So. It takes him a while. It, you, yeah. know, you know, he's in them streets. You know, he's yeah. going to take a while. <laughs> All right, so hello to Otto. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like you're a, a person. I'm getting, I'm getting the sense, because still, I'm still getting to know you, is that you, will, you are a, a patron saint of lost causes sometimes. Like, you're like, no, but let's give him a chance. Let's, you know, like, you have this good heart like that. Like, you're like, oh, let's give Walking Dead a little bit, just a little chance. And, like, you're so trying with Grindelwald, where me, you know, not an intellectual we've established i'm a garbage truck serial killer <laughs> we'll sit around back with my arms folded and go what the fuck is happening in front of my eyeballs right now i'm not invested in these characters everybody needs to eat a dick when is eddie redmayne gonna stop you know being shoved in the corner and do some shit i want to see eddie redmayne full frontal as scaremander <laughs> With some creatures. That's what I paid Don't for. Yeah. yeah. Just getting in the water naked with the, the seaweed creature. Flopping penis. Well, just at, at having this a good point, old time. At this point, we'll get a full frontal before we actually get any 
real confirmation that Dumbledore was gay. Oh, um, snaps! <laughs> tea time! Oh, Andre! Oh my god, I just burned my uh, knee from the tea spill. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I do try to think the best of things in people. I love that about um, you. I, I, and I mean, like, I mean, it's too late for me. I'm going to watch all of these goddamn movies. I know you are. Um, <laughs> and then, you know what? I'm on a low level still keep watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> but I don't... I love I don't a car know. accident. I just... I won't gawk, <laughs> I won't actually gawk at a car accident on the freeway because please listen to me, drivers. If there's a car accident, you don't want to see death. Trust me, you don't want to see death. I've seen that many times in my previous jobs. You don't want to see it. You can't unsee it. It'll fuck you up. Second of all, put your foot on the fucking gas. Go safely around the people who are handling the accident and shut the fuck up. But I do love me some drama. And that's why I'm on Tumblr still. And I do <laughs> love to see something just get shit canned into oblivion. And I just, I don't know. I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch Rome burn. I'm not going to watch it on the night live. I don't mind if things get spoiled for me. I'll probably watch it on a Wednesday, Thursday. I just want to, I just want to see it like just go into the ditch. At this point, if you, if you didn't lose me in like, I don't know, season four, I think I'm just going to be, I'm going to clock it in, like, sort of like in the background, like I do. I sit and, like, I do my admin, and I look over and go, oh, Jesus is dead. There's a whisper. Okay. Oh, Daryl has a dog. Oh, look, Melissa McBride's hair's long. She's got long hair now. Yeah. Oh, look what they did with Michonne's wig. They just shaved the side of it, and it still has dreadlocks, because people don't know how black hair works in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Because God forbid she should be the short-haired, natural-haired woman that she actually is and not have to wear this hot-ass wig in fucking Georgia. Whatever. Denied, I guess, doesn't have those powers. Anyway. I'll still probably love watch it. It'll become my new trash bag show. Yeah. I am... Who's the main character on The Good Place? I know it's Shell Strop. What's her first name? Uh, Eleanor. I am Eleanor Shellstrop. I'm from Arizona, and I'm a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally a trash bag. Just, yeah. I like to pretend that I am, like, above it all and elitist, and, like, I wouldn't, like... But I don't know. Here's the thing. I guess it's because I was really poor, like, government assistance kind of poor. Eight tang. I'm not trying to, like, have a poor off. I'm just saying, like, I grew up with no money. Ain't ever had no money. I feel like you get a certain amount of money, you should just kind of stop. But then, can you, like, it's like the Illuminati. Can you tell people you in the Illuminati? Can you, as JK right now, go, these motherfuckers over at Warner Brothers, they, they made me sign a contract. It was about nine inches thick. And they're going to, like, kill any kids I want to have in the future and my grandchildren. I got to do these theme parks and whatever. We don't know if she's in the threat of death. And they go, you should put an Asian in your next movie and Johnny Depp is golden or we will drink from your skull. She's like, okay. Crimes of Grand Wall interior day. <laughs> Fuck me. It's just a big old fucking gun and she's just on her jet going, I just want to fly away to paradise but they own everything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like possibly that could be happening too. 
We don't know. None of us have any money or any power. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- this is the 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 lost cause thing that you were talking about. Me is that I I'm, I try to look at things from different perspectives. Like you it's too. so easy. It's so easy to look at the film with like the hate that some people have with J.K. Rowling. I get it. I get it. It's lazy too. Um. It. Yeah. I guess. But like, I don't pretend to know everything that's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We none of us. Um. Do. No. But I do have to critique this film at at the level of knowledge that we know mm-hmm. um because that's what's being put out right. um and you pay for their, it that's you their fault yeah it. exactly so i don't know i'm just like and and me and harley have like we literally spent almost an entire day talking about this film we were going shot by shot we were going scene by scene and and we ended up very tired and angry <laughs> well i mean that sounds like fallout 6 76 it's like you had the same day we had same 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 we all have our obsessions and I, yeah. I understand obsessions because you're, you're trying to effort toward the end of something. You're trying to make sense of something and you don't want to be the dick who goes, well, fuck it. You don't want to be that fucking non-thinking knuckle dragger. Who's like, I don't like it. I don't understand it. Fuck it. You know, you like, you just, you want to, you want to care about something. I think we mm. all want to care about, I mean, Harry Potter came out and kind of blew me away. I was like, what kind of mind came up with this world? It was pretty magical, man. I read that first book and I was like, who is this bitch right here? Like, who is this person who came up with this magical world? Do you guys remember when Harry Potter first came out? Do yeah. you remember the first movie that blew you away? Or the first song that made sense to you after a breakup or someone died or you were lonely or you were just full on hot wings? I got a song for that. <laughs> so you're like, you know, that there's, there's all these kinds of moments in your life and you're like, you want something to be better. Like, I'm not coming from a place of like, J.K. Rowling has a lot of money, so she must fucking eat dicks. No. I'm like, yeah. teach me, oh, magical one, like the power of your truth. And you're over here going, I don't know. He punched two people, but we heard the stories and he's okay. He's fine. The Asian chick is a slave snake. You guys are assholes. I don't like your opinion. Mute, 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 mute. She used to take everybody on. Yeah. I could say that all day but long. But I mean, I mean, like, listen, I, I am angry and frustrated about this because I care. Mm. I care about this world. And That's what's I care driving about, it. Yeah. I care about these movies, so... I, and who knows? Maybe this film will actually make sense in the context of the other three. <laughs> there is, there is the other thing. I think it, like it, it, it's one of those bottleneck movies. Like when you watch like the Lord of the Rings films, like that's that first one. You're like, what? What is that? They had to scream, yeah. and like you're like, what's happening right now? <laughs> I mean, Peter Jackson is he's he's method, dude. He's he goes hard. Like right now, he's putting entire nations on wheels. And whatever oh, yeah. crazy stuff that is. I oh, mean, yeah, that one. Bitch got so serious about his world, he, like, dropped 70 pounds. I mean, I'm just saying, dude can go hoard. But I'm like, I don't necessarily always track with what he's doing. You know mm. what I mean? I would love to have the problems. I say that, and then I think I am not responsible past taking care of my dog and sort of supporting my husband. I mean, I, I do support you. I support you wholeheartedly, existentially, and verbally, <laughs> and emotionally. But without him, I think I would just be living in a ditch. 
or the <laughs> and sanit- a garbage truck. A garbage truck, sanitation yard. No one would let me live in their garbage truck. I would just be too lofty and take up too much room. <laughs> so, just put somewhere in the corner of the garbage yard. That would just be me. On a mattress, just filled with fleas and maggots. Like, well, I'm good. I'm fine. I got my phone. I'm just going to watch this TV show. But never The Bachelor. This has been a fun um, family meeting slash tea time. Tea time. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think like tea time is perfect. I think tea time is perfect. Uh, I love how we got there. So we needed it was like this. It happened organically. It yeah. did. It did. Just like how fat I got. I swear to God, I could block out the fucking sun right now. I'm so big. I don't think I've ever been this big. I swear to God, our mattress, our mattress wrote a suicide note this morning. It was just like, stop. Just stop it. Just sleep on the floor. I give up. There's no... Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. I'm foam. I'm now flat. Eat a dick. Fine. Yeah, my side... I've got a, I've got a little crater on my side, too. Yeah. Oh, you have a crater? I swear to God. I like. I can see like the core of the earth on my side of the bed. <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm fucking fat, dude. I'm fucking fat. I just... I broke my finger... But more than that, before I even broke my finger, I went to the gym. We worked out like three, four, five days a week, probably too much. I did Weight Watchers. Please sponsor us, but fuck you. And then I did like <laughs> the Mediterranean. Don't, none of those things work. They don't work. I'm like, I'm, and I'm also having like crazy periods and I'm 54 years old. Am I going to bleed until I'm 70? Am I having a 70-year-old woman having a period? Fuck the universe right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's not all me. There's some hormonal fucking Pepe Silva shit going on right now <laughs> that I can't fucking figure out. But I'm going to figure it out. Also, by the way, please watch uh, season 13 of um, Always Sunny. Max coming out. Um, dance is probably... It made me cry. I was, I was, I was literally boohooing. I know you guys have... 13 seasons to watch. You can watch 13 seasons of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia in the time that it takes you to watch um, half of season nine of The Walking Dead. You should do that. Part of your self-care is learning all the jokes on Always Sunny. Um, I had a couple of friends of ours who worked on Always Sunny. Friend of ours who was a gaffer on the show for a long time. I think I knew um, makeup person on that show. It's it's awesome. Just watch it from the beginning, or just watch, just pick a random episode. But I swear to God, the whole Mac. Um, oh my God, the stuff that uh, the Mac does. He's my favorite character. Although although I love D, even though she's a bird. Anyway, you have to watch the. Uh, you have to watch Always Sunny. There's, it, it will make no, none of this will make any sense until you watch Sunny, Always Sunny. So, one of my favorite mm. things that happened this year. It's going to be in the top 10, not shows per se, but episodes. And we're going to do a top 10 very soon. Top 10 of the year. Top 10, yeah. Top 10 TV shows. We didn't see movies. It's not fair. We saw like four movies. So, what the fuck do we know? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Last year, we saw like. A one lot. movie no we remember before the oscars came out we saw a lot of oh the oscars. at home like we watched like the florida project and uh the shape of water the shape of water i'm fucking a fish um and then what did we see uh what else uh did 
you know, all the ones that were nominated. Magic, magic thimble or thread, threaded. Oh, magic phantom thread. That, my fa- yeah. Jesus fucking oh. Christ. <laughs> Please retire, dude. I just can't watch you do anything. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. Just bullshit. Bullshit. I just got I just got something in my Twitter that Marvel is going to release a new Captain Marvel trailer on Monday. What? And honestly, at this point, I'm like, where's the Avengers 4 trailer, you cowards? Uh, what's happening with that? I mean, we were just watching. Uh, we started to I started I fired up um, Infinity War yesterday and you were like, God damn it. It's a dark movie. I was like, this is depressing. You were like, it's depressing. I was like, it's oh, well, I guess we're not going to watch that movie. I guess, fine. And you were just like, it's just depressing. And then we find out that Loki is actually really dead. Oh, yeah. Is Hiddleston yeah. just done with Loki? No, because he's got that Loki TV show that they're doing. Yeah, but is Hiddleston doing that? Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. So they're all just yeah. going to Disney. They're all just like, we're per- fake. We're fake dumpster dying. Oh yeah, and we're gonna go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Disney Disney streaming service. But at oh. this point, listen, I don't I don't trust the Russo brothers at all with anything. Really? Um, oh, no. T T T. T. What's up? What's up? I don't I don't I don't trust them when when it comes to their. That's that's not to say I I think they're like terrible. I I think they're great. I just don't trust anything when it comes like their own shit because they're really good at hiding stuff, and especially with this. Avengers 4 film that is literally going to be the most anticipated movie of the year. Um, and it's... Well, because Kevin Feige said we're going to get an Avengers 4 trailer uh, before the end of the year. Um, everyone thought that meant the end of November because that's when the Infinity War trailer premiered last uh, last year. And November goes by. We don't get it. We're now in December. And um, apparently Marvel is releasing like a prelude comic book series on December 5th. And if I've if I've got this right and I read this article correctly, it's meant to to be a sort of a connecting thread between Infinity War and Avengers Four. Um, and and we're gonna supposedly we're getting the trailer before the comic book because the comic book is going to have to use the Avengers Four title, which we also don't know. Right. So it literally could be any day at this point, dude. Dude, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to text you. It's going to be in like school. going to be in like in front of your jury. I'm like, bitch, I'm screaming. Get on your phone. <laughs> like, it'll be a whole thing. Yeah, that'll be a thing. I'll be like, totally. I actually don't call you bitch. I don't here. I want to ask a question about you guys. Sure. I mean, I know we just talked about some, some major Marvel stuff, but none of us work for them. So we don't benefit from that. Please sponsor us. Um. Do y'all do y'all like nicknames? Do I like nicknames? Do you want nicknames? Do you crave them? Do you have them? <laughs> I, don't I don't have them. Crave them? No, I don't. I don't, I don't, don't know like anybody. anybody. I don't know anybody that calls me anything other than Andre. I mean, other than bitch. Like I say, <laughs> my, like my roommates call me that. Right? They're like We're bitch. Not th- I don't feel like you and I are there yet. I feel like you and I should know each other for a little bit. 
because I don't feel comfortable calling you by nickname. Sometimes I want to call you Dre Dre, and you're like, I'm like, hey, oh no, just... that shit. Mm. Yeah, you were like, mm, see? people have tried that before. And you're They're like, like Andre three thousand, Dre Dre, Andale. I'm like, like, stop. You're that. like, eat a dick, right? Okay, yeah, copy. No, Got like you. That. See, like in Ian, I know it's not. I know three letters is hard. I mean, I know it's like really hard. It's just I A N. But why people call you Ian? Like what the fuck? No, nobody calls me Ian, but people people say like at the like so many Ew, times what? in front of people like Ian. I'm like, what uh, the? Are you just like? Ew, that's like on? when people call Target Target. Well, it's the same thing. I don't feel like that's the same thing. I just feel like people just like they don't just, watch uh, enough Scottish shit. I don't know. Like don't you're know. Ian, dude. I don't know how where Ian comes up. Here's the thing that I, that I I, I want to share before we close this out. I mean, I know we have lots that we could talk all night. I've loved tea time with you guys. Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> do it all the time. This is so fun. Okay. So I secretly have always wanted a nickname. And the only time it ever stuck was when I was out with Jimmy Buffett. I was out with Jimmy Buffett for a set of years. And um, this engineer used to call me Lou. Lisa Lou. And then Lou became my name. L-O-U. So all of my... Road boxes got navel labeled. You had to pick a color for your gaff tape so you could see your road boxes coming off the truck. You would see your color. So you couldn't pick anybody else's color. Mine was uh, fuchsia, a gaff tape with Lou written on them. That was the only time that a nickname is stuck. I swear to God, in my entire life, other than high school, from maybe half of junior high, it was called Wawa because the Wawa pedal came out. Um... I've never had a nickname. Hmm. No one's ever given me a nickname. I was Shrimp and Chinito. You were Chinito. What does Chinito mean? I think it's like... Spanish people calling you Chinese? Because they don't know you Filipino? Exactly. They should have called you Flip. Oof. Yeah, it was... Flip is also um, a derogatory... Like, it's like saying the N-word if you ain't Filipino, right? I guess so. So maybe I should yeah. take it out of my mouth. I apologize to people of the Filipinos persuasion. Sorry, Panoy. I love you guys. Um, like yeah, so like you don't like you never had any nicknames, nothing? No what just Chinito, what was the other one? Shrimp. Shrimp. Fuck the motherfuckers. I prefer Hobbit. Eat a dick. <laughs> we are hobbits. <laughs> Up in this shire. Motherfuckers. We are tiny people with self respect. And we cook well, and we keep our houses in order. Huh. Right. Okay. So no Dre Dre, no no, no Andre three thousand. Just no, definitely not. Or Andre the Giant. Oh, like, why? No, no, no. I would never say Andre Andre three thousand. I tell you what, I won't ever call you Dre Dre if you don't ever call me Kathy. Can, I I'd rather people <laughs> call me bitch than <laughs> Dre Dre. Like literally, I would never. I don't think I could. We're not at bitch level yet. We're not. And seeing if I, I would never call you bitch. I would call you bench. Like I would call you. Bench. Oh yeah. Bench. Oh yeah. Totally. But I don't know if we're kind of. I feel like we still. I have to earn that. I still like feel. I feel like I have to earn that. I haven't known you. In you like, have to earn that. <laughs> I mean, I met you in like we. We have known you since August. July. No, July. Sorry, July of this yeah. year. Yeah. I feel like we need some time. We get some time before you come here. I think by the time you come and visit us in person, we might be on bench level. <laughs> like Judy bench level. 
Judy Bench. Or. Or Bench. Nicknames don't stick to me, yo. I'm just telling you. They yeah. just don't. They just don't. I got Rooster Poop. My dad called me Rooster Poop when I was a kid. Uh, that was his nickname for me. Only man who ever gave me a nickname was my dad. Uh, anything you guys are watching and you want to share? Like, I know we've, some, we've done some stuff on the tea time here, but like, is there stuff that people need to go see? Patriot, Ooh. Patriot. If you can, if you can yes. catch that on Amazon. Oh my God, Andre. Yes. Oh my God. Um, he's busy though. Yeah, I mean, on your break. Um, I got break coming up. What's up? Well, first of all, you need to fit, finish Mr. Robot. So don't be throwing no Patriot at him until he get Mr. Robot did. Mm. I expecting a paper on that shit. Okay. Oh, you're getting one. Mm. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 So, Patriot. Tight. 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 Um. <laughs> oh my god, this is so fun. Um. Wait, what is that from? Breaking Bad. Oh. Uh, it's it's Tuco. Tuco, who does a, who does a line. He does uh, the drugs for the first time, and he's like tight, 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 tight. <laughs> he does the. the <sighs> The God. the blue meth. Yes. You haven't seen Breaking Bad either, have you? No, I have not. I swear to God, I'm not I'm I'm not jerking your chain when I say it's so bugging. Well good. see this this is why this is why I have that hatred for Walking Dead is because there's so many other good shows there. Well I mean And they like, had a chance. I mean like season one I really was into it. And I was sort of into it for eight years. Seven and a half years. Yeah. And then you know, I didn't finish season eight because I thought it was just, I couldn't do it. He just dipped. But I have to say, I know Breaking Bad, I know people are like, oh, you should watch Breaking it, It's because, the reason that the shows we talk about, it's very well executed, directed, written, the script in the beginning. Vince Gilligan is a genius. It's awesome. The characters are rich. You're like, why am I watching this? Oh my God, when is Aaron Paul going to stop crying? The answer is never. He never stops crying. And then like <laughs> all of this shit just happens and you're just like, this just levels and levels and levels and Brian Cranston is like just showing up for his job and everybody's just showing up and just doing and being in the scene and you're like, what the fuck? Every episode you're like, oh my God. God, my the pilot of Breaking Bad. You're like, what happened yeah. to me just now? It's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a masterclass in in writing. Yeah. If you want to write, for me, I know you know this as a as as an, a musician, a composer, an artist, a creator. I am. I have to consume what is good, right? So mm. I have to listen to. And watch and consume the writers that are just the best. And Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould and that writer's room, Jennifer Hutchison. I I look at the writer's credits. I look at who they are. I know who wrote each episode and why they did it and how they did it. So I consumed Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, the series. I mean, I, we know Joss is problematic but i'm just saying like david fury and jane Epson, espenson and marty Knoxon, all these writers that's how i feel about breaking bad i was sitting here going what am i watching these motherfuckers are not talking down to us they're making mm-hmm. us think they're making us participate they're keeping us taut on the edge of our seat that drama string is pulled and then there's satisfying results and all will be told and you're just like Fuck me. Storytelling. That's how I feel about Robot, 
Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, if I have your, and then Mindhunter. Mindhunter, yeah. I would, and now Patriot, because it's like all the answers will be. And then in Patriot, you would love it because the guy sings the plot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, my recommendations are golden. I'm saying they're platinum. Wow. <laughs> a platinum garbage truck, I love that. Oh, my God. If there were only a platinum, would I ride around in that? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I was so right around to that. I would get a driver and I would just lay in the back of the like the scooper thing and I would just <laughs> eat like like McDonald's and like <laughs> just scoop ice cream out of buckets. What a weird episode. Oh my god, it's been my favorite thing we've ever done. <gasps> it's great. I love you guys. Thanks for spilling tea with me. <laughs> I have other stains on my shirt. Just saying. Okay. It's <laughs> one of the many. <laughs> Absolutely came out of nowhere, but cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. This is sort of like a map of my life. Yeah, that's what I ate for the last month. Word. All right. <laughs> you guys, I just, I, I sincerely mean this. Um, you know I love you. But Andre, do you know that I love you? Oh, thanks. I love you too. I love you. And I hope you have a wonderful jury duty. That's just kind of weird. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not exactly. Uh, no, I hope that your your is it midterms or finals? Finals. I hope your finals are like stellar. You are stellar. You should just like zing your like link to your YouTube to them and just be like, "Bitch, I ain't even showing up." But you know what? I know you try and you care and you're lovely. <laughs> And they get to be graced with your presence. And I wish you all the best luck with that. And well, I want you. to see you rewrite that Brenda Wall uh, script. Expect that on my <sighs> desk by next Friday. Just kidding. <laughs> well, if, if there's a deadline, I can pump it out. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Another t-shirt that we'll put out for uh, Ashlyn. Expect that uh, in the crate. <laughs> with a wait, garbage... wait, what's our what's our loot crate? It's the shirt that says, "I know we've talked about this before, but and I don't, don't I don't want to dwell on it." Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. A Black Panther mug, mm-hmm. um, a new Crimes of Grindelwald screenplay, <laughs> and a miniature platinum garbage truck. That's perfect. That's it. Please buy our merch that hasn't happened yet, but you know we deserve it. <laughs> we need we need to get sponsors first before we actually get. <laughs> We're never getting sponsors, guys. What are we saying? Let's just be realistic with ourselves. This is just all we have. All right. Um, I do love you guys. I do. And I love all you guys who listen to us and who relate to us. And if we put you off, we apologize. If you don't get it, uh, we're not going to explain. But if you keep listening, you'll probably get it. Um, Yeah, be yourself. Be full of love. Be whatever you want to be. It's okay. And I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to us. Bye, guys. Bye.